Welcome everyone to a global exclusive podcast. Actually, Dream, is it stupid that we introduce every episode like that? Um, I mean, people fucking clicked on the episode, right? So, I mean, like, you fuckers, you know what you clicked on, right? I mean, I hope you did. Unless... Do you know if YouTube has like a TikTok-like flow where you can just scroll through videos and you get a random video and you don't know what the fuck it is? I don't think so. That that would be hilarious though, because there would be like some fucker sitting there wondering why there's a red crystal on his screen and who the fuck these two are that are talking. It'd be pretty interesting though. All right. So yeah, welcome to, I'm not going to say what you welcome to because we've already started the episode and I'm definitely not editing this out. So um, yeah, welcome to whatever video you clicked. I hope you knew what the fuck you clicked. Hey, Dream. This has been a oh, while. It's been a while. It has. Timings have lined up quite badly. Ah, that was a very nice way of saying Baros keeps forgetting to go, uh, to, like, wake up at pod time. <laughs> I mean, most weeks I've checked in the Discord, seen you're not online, and be like, eh, I'll go back <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah, it's it's just been crazy in my life, too. Like, now people are going to realize how much of a boomer I am, so our normal recording time is 11 p.m., and... Like, that's too late for me on some days because it's been really tough. New job, all kinds of shit. I just haven't been able to be up. And then the reverse for me is that the normal time recording here is 9 a.m. And that's too early for me. Yeah, Yeah, 9 a.m. Yeah, by that time I have dropped off kids at school, played some piano. I have had my morning tea i've had some breakfast and i've also done a solid amount of work for the day too just saying but hey you know you're gonna grow up someday too right never (laughs) yeah okay all right so uh, we're doing this small talk because there's really not much to talk about in this banner so you know we're trying to fill out the episode in some way because then youtube plays more ads and pays us more we don't have ads enabled yeah true true (laughs) Okay. All right, all right. All right. Enough. Enough tomfoolery. Let's actually Just talk. Catching ab- up. Yeah. Let's actually talk about what people wanted to hear, and and it's about these awesome, amazing new units. Well, actually, they're not that bad. I'm not going to sound sarcastic. They're not bad. Um. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Well, I mean, you, you can't blame them for being like they're definitely not imaginative, but they are strong units. Yeah. Comped. Let's say. So Dream, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you're too young to have played Act Razor on the SNES. That is correct. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't know if it's an age. Yeah, thing exactly, or, exactly. Well, I mean, but, but it is. It is, to, to be fair, it, it's an age thing because it's it's not like you know Nirvana or Metallica that like age doesn't fucking matter. It, it's more like it's a pretty obscure game. So I, I, I'm I'm kind of assuming like if yeah, you weren't yeah, around yeah. then, you didn't get the chance to play it. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. But it's this pretty weird little game that's kind of half a town sim where you're kind of being God and and helping your little sims survive different things and half a side-scrolling action platformer where you're a big dude with a sword and spells. It's super weird. That that kind of blend actually sounds kind of like the idea of a modern game. Well, it it was incredibly, um, how do you say, novel at the time. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And, and it's a great game. Like, I recommend people to to uh, try it out on the SNES. So we are getting the ActRaiser collab. And 
but this is based on a remake that I know nothing about, though. So I don't know if I can recommend this or not. Okay, good good talk. Good talk, good talk, good talk. But it, it is a good game. It has a kick-ass soundtrack. So for whoever wants to, you know, uh, check it out, like, the soundtrack is actually amazing. And it plays really well. Don't play the second game, though. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, this is not the yeah, ActRaiser podcast, and you don't know what podcast it is because I haven't even introduced it. So nobody knows what podcast this is. We got a free unit. The event, in quotes, consists of one free unit and nothing else. Didn't we get, like... But, but wait, wait, wait. We're supposed to get some extra shards to some daily shit, right? Oh, yeah. There's a daily lock-in calendar that gives, like, ten shards per day. No, 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 no. But isn't like... there a quest, too? Because, like, you won't um, be getting him to EX3. Oh, right. It's it's not a um, it's not a daily, but it's one of those just quest tabs of, like, complete X missions. Oh, I actually... Similar to, like, the, the FF10 box summon ones. Right. I had no idea. But, okay, so there are quests and you can, you can... Oh, okay, look, I have some shards here I can get. It seems like the quest is just clear X quest, just like you said. Just like in yeah, the yeah. Final Fantasy X event. So just clear quests up to like 120 or something. Yep. And you have up until the 27th. Uh, so it's yeah. it's quite a lot of time. From just farming Vision World and stuff and the raid from last week. So tell me, Dream, you are the math queen. So should I be even caring about these shards in the quests? With, with when we are getting him, because he's very late and not buff. Not really. It's pretty bad. I mean, because... His his niche in JP being able to do kind of pretty strong chaining moves every single turn, right? One of, or as long as as long as you fill some LB on him because they cost crystals, and one of them was imbuable like physical type magic attacks. So that was like reasonably useful because JP doesn't get much in the way of sustained damage dealers. Really? Oh, but so that's something they don't that, have. Yeah, not very often, especially not elementally flexible. Okay. But um, yeah, with with us having him being late plus the global options we have, it's going to be very rare that he's actually useful. Well, I mean, he is free, so I guess you know. Yeah. Do, can can we even complain? I guess we can, but but I he guess. is free. I I guess a good way to to measure his power level is that like Sinzar is not using him on his free account or on his on his alt, so. Although he has been shivering quite quite heavily on that account. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm not even I sure guess. new players would use this. Like, if this was your first unit, then maybe. But other than that, you'd be replacing him pretty soon, right? Pretty, pretty quickly falls off. Compass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the, the free helmet from his STMR is nice, I guess. It's yeah, yeah, for sure. 50 attack and magic, 50 TDH to both. It's decent. It's decent. Maybe if you're... Maybe if you're building like TDH style Idolina, she used. Yeah, like sure. like a unit that might actually need those 50 TDH because you're forcing it on someone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, his TMR, even though it's actually pretty dope, is locked to himself, which is yeah. something I learned during it's, Newsday. It's his like his unique weapon, but um, the problem with it is, you know, it's a two nice big two-handed weapon, but. Because he has no multicast, you kind of want to dual wield him for using his chains, so they cast twice. Oh, okay, that's the best way to use him, of course. Yeah. Ah. Because he is kind of badly the the gap between the TDW build and the TDH, but it's actually like not too. Oh, okay, interesting, interesting. Okay, well, it's a unit that we got for free, uh, and it sounds like if you really don't want to, you don't even have to do the quests. Although, why wouldn't you? 
you know, it's, it's pro or rather you're probably going to do it anyway. You can't really miss doing 120 yeah, quests over a month. I'll just be kind of passively completed. Yeah. Okay. So that was one banner or event that, as you said, is fairly eventless, to be fair. I don't even know why we got, like, you know, Alim, I just don't get them. Or, or sorry, Gumi, I just don't get Gumi. So we're not getting these free unit upgrades that are just coming along with the game if they just copy, you know, the stats from JP. But they put in this fucking unit. Yeah, they'll just be like, surely this will pacify them about the skipped content. Like, look, we do not skip things. It's so weird. Like, if you get, if you get to choose to add one thing into the game, I'm sure 99.9% .9 of players out there would have preferred one old unit upgrade. Like, for instance, Zidane. Like, fuck Lord of Light, leave him untranslated, and could have given us Zidane upgrades, and that would have been a much bigger hype. And people would be logging in and having fun. But no. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not going to be too bitter. I'm not going to be too bitter. Let's actually move on to the banner. He's he's a bonus unit for Jin World. Family. Oh, good point. Yes, yes. He is actually 300% even. So do make sure to get him for that as as we start farming the last stage. When is this, does the last stage open? I think it's on the 10th. So like four days into this week after maintenance. Probably about when this episode will go out. Wait, wait. So on the tenth, what, what, what date is? That's not a Thursday, is it? No, it, it it's like a midweek one. I think probably mm. the Monday. So speaking of Monday, I, I know I'm like jumping back and forth here, but you know, you you're used to it. Um, have they fixed the whole? They fixed the whole Monday thing now, right? Because by moving all the fragments into the other shop, we will be getting no more Monday resets, right? Yes, they they have them in quotes by taking them out of the JP tab that has resets that they can't get rid of. Yeah, and put them into the tab that they fully control and can just yeah. leave for as long as they want. Yeah, yeah, it's a very smart move. I'm a bit sad they didn't do it sooner, but um, yeah, in hindsight, like kind of an obvious solution. It is, it is. But you know what? It's easy to have 2020 hindsight. Even though this was a really low, <laughs> low one, actually, to, to, to catch before. <sighs> okay, okay. All right. Oh, well, people are back to having their 50 immediately. Yeah, and I, I guess a part of the player base might be sad. So I've never asked you this, but which one would you have preferred? Um, I'm not sure. I think it, it like very much depends on how events line up, because I think with, with the temporary new system that we had for half a week, I think the actual total amount of shards was going to be higher at 60 versus 50 from memory. No, uh, it's 75, but, I think. Oh, even better. Yeah, but I you're going to have to wait like five more, weeks but, um, for that. Yeah, you have, to, you have to wait a lot longer. Yeah. So like if you really need something for like next clash, then it could be worse. But overall, you still get more. Yeah. That's so a bit of a trade-off. I think this system is simpler it is and again and to be also, fair everyone making this comparison it also costs lapis and jp yeah yeah i mean I d i'm not bothering to compare to jp i'm just comparing the two systems for us but. yeah but you know people were making this unrealistic comparison as in f as if they would just convert everything to um vip coins which is kind of Ooh, I guess so. yeah you know I, i'm not sure they would ever do that because then mm -hmm. yeah i don't know so you, you yeah. might actually, so I feel like you're almost saying you would have chosen the 75. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, because one other nice thing about this one that we're back to is that you, you don't have 
like delay the decision on whether to commit or not till the last day. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, for the other one, you have to keep up with it and sort of decide in that first period whether you're going to get them all or not. Exactly. But you know what's good about the other system, though? The only thing that's good, I, I prefer this one, but the only thing that's good about the other system is that the shards are permanent. So getting, you know, a random NV off banner that you didn't Wait, go in and buy, no, they are. I, I don't think they were. I'm pretty sure there's just a separate bug where the countdown timers don't show up currently. No, 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 no. In JP, I mean. Um, I'm not sure that's how JP's works. Okay. I thought Sinzar said so. Maybe I, maybe I misunderstood him. I've misquoted Sinzar so many times on these episodes, and the guy's been like going back to me like, Baros, this is not true. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> but, but yeah, yep. uh, the, it, I might be mistaken. I thought JP had one that had like a very random selection of each week or something, but that might have been a separate one. Mm, that does Who sound knows? vaguely familiar. It does, it does. We will we will speculate and be corrected in comments. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it also probably doesn't matter because they have now fixed it in an air quote type of way. Anyway, point is we're sticking with our old system. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so Legend of Mana. Um, Mana unit. Have you played any of the Mana games? I have not. Not a single one, really? I saw, I saw I've like watched a bit of the Secret of Mana remake that came out last year or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that looked, that looked all right, but it didn't really grab me. Yeah, I think that the Secret of Mana games are kind of cult classics, but in the sense of, again, you had to have been there to experience it. Because I had, so they've been re-releasing the Secret of Mana games. And, and it's one of my favorite games. And I have this fond childhood memory of renting, yes, Zoomers, renting this video game um, and playing it with my friend every weekend until we could beat it. And there was this fucker that kept deleting our saves. Like, I swear nobody else rented this game except us, but every fucking weekend this save was deleted. So in the end, we actually got so good at the game that we just, you know, we, we beat it in one weekend, which was the time you, you could only uh, rent it for two days. So I have very fond memories of the game. But I tried replaying it, and it's really clunky. Like, combat system is super clunky and bad, so maybe the remake, I haven't tried that. But the game still grips my heart. Anyway, this is the shitty game, though. Like, this is Legend of Mana. This is, like, the PS1 or some shit. And it's super weird. Nobody liked it, I think. I don't even know why they remade it. Or did they even remake it? They did, right? They had to have remade it, otherwise we wouldn't be seeing units. I mean, the, the news said something about an anime for it, I think. Oh, really? Uh, of all the Mana games, they choose Legend of Mana to make an anime? Okay, okay, all right. Somebody likes Legend of Mana, I guess. Uh, surprising, but I guess, like, there's people that like Final Fantasy XII, too, so anything is possible. You know, one day we might actually get to the units. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. We actually need to get to the units. Um, so which one do you want to do first? Um... It doesn't really matter much because they are quite similar in what happened to them. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Um, I'm going to do like a eeny, meeny, miny, mo with my eyes closed, okay? Okay. And it is... Okay, so it's Lord of Light. Fuck, I missed. Okay, but let's let's take the first tab, which is Pearl. <laughs> okay, cool. So, I mean, both, both of these units got pretty significant global buffs that kind of bring them up to par, but... Yeah, Nothing maybe we should crazy. have said that, right? Because they are, like, over a year old, right? Yeah, or, like, six months out, like, out, I think. Wow. Yeah, we got this quite late. But, um, so yeah, Pearl, in her base form, does 
nothing, to put it simply. Yep. And this is actually lore correct. Like, this is how yes, she is yeah, in the actual does. game as well. Well, then, it's not she does nothing, right? She can, she can hide. And then she can she crouch. She can hide and heal herself. Yeah. and Or use her LB, which does literally nothing. Well, she does have an but auto attack that cures top charm and all status ailments to all allies. I guess that's true. Like, if you want to be really technical. I mean, you can do, like, this weird counter build for a boss that keeps imperiling you and, you know... Doing all weird ailments? Yeah, I can see it work. Although I, I guess we have other units that do this too. But also, like, to not be inflicted by those ailments, she needs to be immune. And if you can be immune to them, just make your whole team immune. <laughs> True. Okay, okay. Now you're being all awfully technical, I feel. <laughs> anyway, what you'll actually use it for is she can shift for four turns on a four-turn cooldown into her real unit form. And unless she has a couple of chaining skills which weirdly aren't her main element but the the one thing that she will be used for is her lb which is a pretty big dark damage hit mm -hmm. it's fairly self-sufficient on debuffs and stuff the stacks from 3a 330 to 3a normally and you can use her base attack to buff it by another 50 to 430 and it or, works with titus and then Titus, yeah titus works on it so it can go up to 530 and you could technically titus it up to 560 but her all four turns of her shift are already kind of spoken for. So because the other, um, the main global exclusive buff she got other than just mods and stats is she got like a Chizuru style stacking amp for herself right. over three turns. So you kind of want to use her LB once to stack it, use the um, amp grantus, use her basic attack to apply the mod boost, and then use her LB the second time for your actual damage. So this is, so I don't know if you heard about this, but people have figured out a smart way of doing that. Although yeah. I'm not sure if, if I you, should call it smart or just Mimi. But. Yeah, I, it, you can take, like if you trigger her um, basic attack with a counter, that frees up a turn for Tyva's spirit at 560. But it doesn't really feel worth the effort, like 530 <laughs> to 560 and your like, you're still losing a materia slot on the shift form for it, plus counter gear. Yeah, exactly. You have to have counter gear to begin with, because she has no counters in 8. So... Yeah, I mean, you you would just have a blizzard orb and then rely on RNG. Yeah. But C Could, like, uh, yeah. something like bulwark work here? Yeah, yeah, that would work too, as an option. But it's... But it's then you're bringing bulwark. For a small boost. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's fun so, to see her, you know theoretical uh, limit and even though it doesn't have to be that theoretical she is pretty strong like you said her mods are actually pretty good her stats are pretty good so as a boring single element dark finisher how, how good is she compared to the meta like she's like pretty near top tier but not quite reaching it so like and yeah does is completely still a completely one note jp damage dealer offers nothing else so right. it's like you're not bad but you're just not amazing. So if you were Sinzar now, you would say she is absolute garbage. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's that's what yep. how it would go. Alright, alright. And and she has this really weird thing where, as you already mentioned, her base form is absolutely nothing. Which which I mean, I understand that it's lore-wise, but it's it's just weird. And and Actually, let's talk about the next unit before I go into this point. So, uh, should, should we move on to the next unit? Or does she have a TMR or um, STMR that's worth talking about? Yeah, her, her TMR is nice for all the Marnie units. It's one of those 
500 attack for series units, and it also does a 30% Omni killer for them. So it's nice for her, it's nice for Alizul. <clears throat> the rest aren't really relevant physical attack damage anyway, so mostly just those two. Yep. Yeah, shame. The STMR is obviously her own preferred weapon. Very high attack hammer. Very strong. Attack. And yeah, because she naturally hammer and perils with her LB, so... It's a really good, good weapon for her. Yeah. I think, I think it has... The hammer range has one of the highest variance ranges in the game. So yeah. if you really like re-rolling for variance. Which everyone does, like that's that's try, the actual game. If that's the fun part of the game for you, maybe you'll try <laughs> and use this on some other units. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I mean, it is worth saying, I guess, that it is a 240 attack two-handed weapon. And if you can get that hammer in peril somewhere, like, do we have anyone else with a hammer in peril though? Um Maeve had one, but it wasn't very strong. Oh yeah, that makes sense that Maeve would have one. D does like Kaito have one? Because he has a ton of them. Oh yeah, he his his is for all weapons in Clash, but I don't think... Well, you're not bringing him to Clash, and in Clash you're probably not really variance re-rolling because you're capping. Yeah, yeah. Rather than trying to squeeze out every little bit, but... Um, well, I mean, you could yeah, still be variance re-rolling because right. that could be the thing needed to cap, I guess. That's true. Okay. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. All right. But not likely. So should we maybe move on to our currently strongest duel in the game? Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. I mean, it's it's technically correct, right? This is the strongest duel wielder in the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm... Well, I mean, maybe that title goes to Berserker Riku right now. Actually, you don't duel wield her when countering. Yeah, right. You, you don't want to do that, so... I don't know how they technically stack up. Maybe... Maybe the quadcast Riku with like a lot of good external buffs and stuff does actually do better. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. But also in terms of like, I don't 100% know how Alizul fares when door wielding because for the wiki maths that I've done, he's only allowed one copy of his STMR. Right. So the build he actually uses is double-handed his one-handed weapon. Ah, okay. That, that turned out to be the best. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I saw... Uh, I, I think on Lively and 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 maybe even Senzar, uh, no, I, I don't know, one of them had the uh, TDW build just slightly higher than the TDH build, actually. Yeah, because I think, um, I th I'm pretty sure the flat attack on his stacks, mm. which is why it used dual wield, because 1,000 from each sword is quite a lot. It is. So it's much like, much like Dark Rain with his spears. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense to have two. So yeah, um, what about El Azul? So you said he is similar to um, Pearl. Can you elaborate? I mean, he is SLB rather than shift, but it's very much the same format of using the like a stacking Grandis up to 100% amp and then bursting with his SLB on turn three or four and getting in a basic attack for a 50 mod boost beforehand. Right, right. The only difference there, yeah. I guess, you have to wait for this, his SLB. So is there a way, is he kind of like, could he ever be hurt by you having too high EX levels? Like, could he be high, hard, harder well, to use, if you know what I mean? I guess, technically, at EX3, you need you kind of need an external Wind and Peril for him, because his regular LB has Wind and Peril, but his SLB does not. So you kind of want to LB similar to Pearl, kind of want to LB Grandis basic attack SLB. Right. But if you externally wet in Peril, then having the EX3 is better because then you can just 
grandest basic attack SLB. Right, right. Or, you know, full strength. counter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if but you want to. <laughs> technically. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. But it's interesting that this is still a unit that actually dishes out decent damage um, as a dual wheel. That's again, high tier, but not quite top. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I, I saw some Calyx. I think he and Pearl are very similar in damage. Yeah, and they're both, like, at maybe 90% of the very top units. Right. Which is interesting, because, like, normally... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's interesting that they are both strong, because I was actually just talking about this on the Newsday, where normally you have one unit that's the troll unit. And in JP, as I understand it, El Azul was the troll. I think it's partly because, you know, they're collab, so they don't need to be pool fillers. And it's, like, it's hard enough to get GL players to pull on JP collabs to start with. Yeah, I guess. something really popular. Yeah, exactly. And this is, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and just say, I'm guessing this is not the most popular game that people are going to pull their ass off. I don't think so. Yeah. I actually think more players pull for Final Fantasy XII than this. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I mean, we know Shadow did, and that's one person. And I don't know anyone that pulled for this, so... Well, some people are pulling on this in the attempt to get copies of Flammy. Ooh, I completely forgot that. is still great. Yes. And Randy and Flammy are in the pool. Yeah, exactly. And Randy is absolutely worthless, and I've gotten two of him already. I got one, which at least lets me get the upgraded Mana Blade. Though it's not great still. Yeah, but, um, what what is it like a two handed sword that's decent or no? It, it it's one handed. It's get gets up to I think two hundred and eleven attack and has a seventy five percent killer on it. Oh okay, yeah. I'll <laughs> never use that ever. Yeah, probably. Not. I mean, we'll see. JP is supposed to be buffing true dual wield soon, so if they manage to make it some kind of crazy global buff that affects like existing units and not just new ones. Maybe some of this stuff comes back to seeing you. True, true. I'm going to, like, I, I think it's nice that units can be dual wield. I do. And it especially helps with killer gearing and shit. But I also like the notion of units having this one big strong weapon. Honestly. I want both to be viable. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's the right answer. It's just that, you know, yeah. in the history of this game, it's never been both are equally good. It's always been that Not one really, is the stronger. We had a bit of a period, I guess, where multicast was becoming a thing, but true double hand passives hadn't really been added yet. And I think, uh, maybe I'm forgetting the order of those, but I feel like there was a brief window where both were reasonably okay. Yeah. And I I mean, maybe I'm being unfair, because like, dual wheel Tifa was still good when she came out. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Mostly just because our gear wasn't great for forcing the other option. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's let's see. I I am I am interested to see what they will do with true dual wheel. Like, if if history mm. repeats itself, then we're gonna get just a nine x modifier for TDW units, and they're gonna call it a day. What do you think they're gonna do? Honestly, that would probably roughly equalize them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it but... so easy. <laughs> Well, I mean, if they manage to actually equalize and not just massively swing it back in true dual wield's favor, then that'll be good, even if it is a simple fix. Yeah. But I don't know, they'll probably, they'll do it in a way that they can sell something new for it. Yeah, probably, you know, it, it, it's probably going to be another core key material or whatever that you're going to need for it. Yeah. 
new version of Lightning. Yeah, exactly. But just for, it's going to be 3x for dual wield units or something. And then, you know, yeah, 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 could be, could be. Damn it. Now I'm all depressed. Let's, yeah, we will see. Let's not, let's not read too much into it. Um, One thing we didn't get as part of this collab that we were kind of supposed to is Hawkeye's crowns. Ah, oh, so you're saying they forgot yet another unit upgrade. I mean, it's, it's a bit of an awkward one because... Like, Hawkeye was globally buffed on his release for us. So I think because the crowns feed more into, like, his breaker role. But even after crowns, he still has the 89% defense break in JP, whereas he's already got 90 here. Right. But the main thing the crowns give is a 160 dark peril as kind of coming into this current break in peril series. Right, right. That would have been really nice so to have. Yeah. It's a shame to not get that. Maybe it'll still be coming, but I'm not hopeful. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, we did get Tulian, I guess. So some units we do get uh, upgrades for. Yeah, but he's he's permanent and part of story. Yeah, they can't true. easily cut that out. True, true. That would require even more effort. I mean, we already have talked about this, that they are actually putting in effort to cut stuff out. But uh, which I also think is another dick move. I would just like to, I mean, again, none of the old units getting upgrades are actually getting meta or strong. They're just getting stronger than they were. They're, they're becoming a little bit more useful. And it's such a shame. I just I just think it's sad. Yeah, it's probably still like the biggest downside of global currently. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, the only thing we're getting as an event, well, except for this weird daily quest that you should be doing, um, is DV, right? Or sorry, uh, Vision World. Mm, that is it, what we have. And you can tell just how boring legend of mana as a game is because the bosses do like they are really really boring as well both visually and aesthetically and you know all of it um so yeah not much to say really have you done that have you done it yet yeah i've kept i've kept the current stages there i didn't didn't have to get i swapped elements but didn't have to gear any killers yeah so they were pretty easy for the otk team but the actual hard stages aren't open yet as of time of recording. Yeah, and they are they so are super easy. That. So anyone should be able to... Well, not anyone. Anyone with a decent roster should be able to cap the early stages. But well, it'll be a bit interesting to see what they do with the late stages because in JP, this was a non-capable vision world, like couldn't share rank one. Right. But GL has reduced the number one reward bracket from 50k to 10k Lapis, which usually means it is capable. Right, I really hope it is, because the, then yeah. we can get yeah. the 10k lapis, all of us. Yeah, that'll be nice. And if they if they haven't updated the stats of the JP one, then yes, it will be very easy to cap. Right, right. But I think they have. Somebody was saying that if they didn't update yeah. the stats of the early stages, you know, a Chizuru with no element would cap it. Uh, yeah, they, they most likely have, but... We'll see by exactly how much and how hard it is to cap. Yeah, it is not like yeah. Depends on depends on just how much they tweet. It's gonna be interesting to see. It does like looking at sneak peeking at the JP page. It does seem to have like a couple of weird or so the weaknesses on the final boss seem to be fire, ice, wind, earth, and dark. So I'm guessing everyone is bringing an earth team with Sylvie. Obviously, yeah, I mean, earth is currently the most meta team between Sylvie and Yukiko. Wouldn't lightning be the snow? Oh, it's Earth because Tsuki, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she has the Imperial Field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking lightning then, because Riku is lightning, but then you would need to bring like Sakura, which no. absolutely does nothing else well, for your team. 
also, and Riku's counter stuff is elementless. So yeah, yeah I was just thinking of her normal lightning. damage, like her normal LB damage. Yeah, but you don't use that. <laughs> I mean, the thing is with Riku is she's kind of like Riser in this, or she's exactly like Riser in the sense that if you're using her, you're using only her and nobody else, uh, which is the weird yeah, part. That's, if you're if you're using the counter strategy, like you can still use her quadcast, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's what I meant. That like, if, if you're using, but but can you, she does have an elementless quadcast then as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same basic attack skill for both. Okay. You're just countering to trigger it more times. But how does that uh, compare to her um, LB then? Um, without like Titus, STMR and Tyvus, it's stronger. But once you start factoring those in, it, it might fall off a bit depends on the gearing i think yeah and i mean titus is a pretty big jump though it, it's 100 right so it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah exactly so it's hard to hard to compare in that sense uh yeah so let's see i guess like again people are be might be using earth teams i might be a rebel and use ice mainly because i also don't have tsukiko so you know and, and that will allow yeah. me to throw in uh, my my girl Fryavia into the fray yeah so let's i see. mean that's that's not bad with 75 percent and effectively yeah, exactly. Earth just with Sylvia is still probably best with a hundred, but yeah, but you know, like you have to go. Sometimes you have to go against the flow. All right, you have to be that's the cool fair. guy. Sometimes, like stand in a corner with shades on. Like that's who I am. You know, I'm the edge lord. We've talked yeah. about this many times. I, I, I have actually noticed that you're you're quite contrarian in not liking things that are popular and effective oh are you kidding me for 100 million percent if i could if i came to school and all the kids liked the movie oh my god it was the worst movie i have ever seen or or if if people like like i am i'm just so shallow <laughs> it's, it's, it's so simple yeah i just don't like like people things that people like so you know back when Glad we've got that on record yeah yeah no no, no. like back when chainers were were gods and nobody liked using using uh, finishers. I love using finishers, but if everyone was using finishers, I'd be using chainers. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Golden Riser. Oh, that's so cool. Wait, everyone's currently using him effectively. He sucks. He's ruined the game. He sucks. <laughs> yes, yes. I might be doing that with Riku now, though. Might be definitely yeah. at least trying it once on on this Did vision world. Riku. <laughs> so let's see. Oh, that's good. So do we I'm have actually any... not pulled a Riku? But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so like it's really difficult to pull her as well because I mean she is on a really shitty banner. She will just join Ricard in the gang of off banners I would like to get, but never will. Yeah, yeah. I guess like potentially she's game breaking, uh, but. Yeah. Then there's what Sinzar is saying that you might not actually be able to use her every time. Yeah, it's it's it needs the boss to do somewhat specific things. Yeah. To work. Like a lot of physical attacks that don't wipe you, basically. Yeah. You can you can technically do it with like foo and a lot of weak magic attacks as well, but that's even more niche because it'll be harder for her to survive those win evasions, not an option. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I guess then you're going to have to really put in the big mitigations. The, the good thing here is that contrary to Riser, now we're talking about Riku and we're kind of talking about banners, but we never did an episode on her, I guess. But, yeah, we, we're just catching up. Yeah, we're catching up. But the good thing about Riku is that she does not need the chaining support that Riser needs. That Riser needs. Yeah, that's true. So that's you tag chains. So you can fill the team with stuff like you know you you can put in fucking Shadow Lord with his mitigation, for instance, and stuff like that. 
to make her survive. And that, that's the slightly awkward thing about Amaranth, because he can almost kind of do the same thing. He's got some very powerful basic attacks that would be strong if countered a lot, but his aren't tag chains, so you would need to run two of them, and then... And then you both would need to cover. get hit. Yeah, yeah, you can't use cover. Yeah, then. you can't use covers. Yeah, that would be really it sucky. It be from, like, Mirage AoE, yeah, uh, uh, which isn't going to trigger a lot. And I can recommend, if you haven't seen this in action, go go look up Senzar's video of Riku, because it looks insane when it's actually done. Yeah. She's, like, countering to 280 <laughs> or something on her own. It, yeah. Effectively, it is the damage version of Chow filling morale. It is. It is, actually. That's... Wow. Why did you say that? Now I have to hate Riku, and I really don't. Uh, damn it. Damn it. Well, you know you know what? I, I can still be hipster with Riku, because I feel like not everyone had Riku compared to Riser, right? Well, no, that, that just means it's like a rich kid thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. I'm okay with being privileged. No problems with that. Uh, it's just I cannot like what the mainstream likes, so... It's fine. It's fine. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So what else did we skip? We we didn't do, like, did we skip anything else really big and important to discuss? Um, we didn't mention their card, but it's not worth mentioning. Oh, no. I was talking about, like, old banners that might be worth mentioning. Oh, um, I don't think Yeah, I think Riku was the big one, right? Like, Riku is, is the big change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th there was some various controversies, I think, and stuff with the new UI update, but eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. People are now used to it. It is what it is. My memory doesn't last that long anyway. Yeah, mine either. I, I don't even know what last banner was. Actually, I do. It was Dagger, because I pulled a Dagger and I'm super happy. I pulled a Kuja nice. too. You know, this nice. game is nice to me on my favorite, for my favorite games. This game is actually nice to me, so I, I like that. How much did you spend on FF6? Ah, which of Wait, you mean Terra's banner? I remember one of them went really badly. Yeah, I know, I know. Also, uh, I spent a shit ton on... But it wasn't actually FF6. It was one of the banners. I know I wrote to you in Discord that I caved and had to buy a bunch of bundles to uh, um, to um, Pity. I don't remember who it was. I think it was Sylvie, actually. Yeah, I think it was Sylvie, actually. Been... Yeah, anyway... I really think we're running out of content, and we've been doing this for an hour now. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've been a bit all over the place, but that's what happens when you don't record for like a month. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, like, I, I'm pretty sure nobody's listening still. I know this is a running joke, but it's also fairly true. <laughs> like, nobody is still listening. If you are still listening, um, send feed pics to Dream in DMs on uh, Discord. No, no, Barros, no. <laughs> okay, send feed pics to Cotton on the Discord. I mean, like, 100% she'd be down, so just saying. Might be against Discord Terms of Service, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So upload your feed pics on a image sharing service and then send her the links. Be smart. All right, I think we're fucking done for this week. Please do not send unsolicited pictures to people. Especially if you have, like, gross feet. If you have nice feet, it's okay. But, like, if you have gross feet, you need to get, no. like, a pedicure. Please stop talking. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Uh, damn it.